Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the jazz queen. Hello. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It is Monday, May 25th, Memorial Day. So we want to honor all of those um, that have passed and remember our families and friends as well on this Memorial Day. Um, the phone number here is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. We welcome your phone calls um, and for my guest today, Guitarist Niels. Also, the chat room is open. Joshin in Germany just popped in. Hey, Joshin, good to see you. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please visit TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on the Listen Live button just above Neil's um, Caught in the Groove picture, and that will bring you into the chat room. All right, so my guest today uh, is guitarist, composer, and producer Niels. His musical career includes 11 records where he scored over 15 top 20 hits like Catnap, which is one of my favorites, Let's Bounce, Georgie Porgy, Ready to Play, and the 2011 song of the year, Jumpstart. His number one hit, Pacific Coast Highway, made contemporary jazz history has Billboard's Song of the Decade for 2001 through 2010. He's also scored for film and TV. He's also written three books. Welcome to the show, Neil. Glad to have you back, Neil. Hi. Oh, hi, Terry. Thanks for having me. Happy Memorial Day to everybody, and uh, I hope you all guys staying safe. And uh, it's a pleasure talking to you today. You too. You too. So, what did you do this weekend? Did you do anything to celebrate the holiday? Um, <laughs> no, I'm 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 still staying. I mean, um, I was out yesterday. I did a live show at the Coach House um, with band. It was probably the most daring thing I've done over the last couple of months. <laughs> yeah. And um, but it was basically a concert uh, with live band without audience. It was broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check it out on my uh, YouTube channel or on my uh, Facebook channel. It's all on the Nils guitar. Um, and uh, it was a fun event. We're going to do a similar one next weekend. I'm going to play at Spagatini's. Again, it's without an audience, but with live musicians. We're trying to stay six feet apart on stage and, and at least perform as a band. Um, you know, and um, other than that, it's the only thing we can do these days right now. Other than, you know, I'm doing my show from home every Saturday, Neil's Live from Home. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Welcome to the chat room, Ali J. Good to see you as well. So now with you performing these um, these events with no audience and having yeah. the band members being six feet apart on the stage, I mean, is this – how challenging is that for you guys? I mean, I, I, you know, I feel so bad for you guys. I really do. Yeah, it it is um... – you know, it's different. It's not the same thing. I mean, yeah. obviously, as a performer, we live off the off the feedback from the audience, mm-hmm. and 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 that it's all taken away. Uh, it's we have to learn all these different methods. I mean, on my 
my Facebook live show that I do every Saturday night. I, it took me, you know, a few weeks to get all through all the technical kinks worked out, and I put a bigger TV in my room so now I can see comments when people uh, mm-hmm. put up the little hearts and things, and that's kind of like the feedback I have, you know. Um, otherwise, you're just sitting there by yourself and staring into nothing, hoping that people are hearing it, and 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 it feels strange. Yeah. Um, you know, we just uh, uh, it was fun though playing with musicians again, I must say. You know, it, it's uh it's something we live for and uh, and I think for the audience too it's 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 uh, way more entertaining to watch a whole band play play live. Well, yesterday um I interviewed <clears throat> excuse me, I interviewed Marcus Anderson and oh, yeah. I thanked him. Um, for doing, you know, these online virtual concerts. So I want to thank you as well because this is something that the fans, you know, because we, like you guys, can't get out to, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no concerts or anything planned, but, you know, we can't get out to any live events. So we are thoroughly enjoying the online virtual concerts. And I personally want to thank you guys for that. Oh, please, yes. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm always trying to see, like, the good uh, in in a bad situation, and if there's something to be found, is that that uh, it, you know it really um, um, pushed us to get the the technology under our fingers and and make this basically make a decent presentation from our home studios, from our homes, <laughs> and uh, that's what I'm trying to do every week and and connect with the fans that way. You know, I had a big tour planned. The new record came out. We we're supposed to play Seabreeze, uh, uh, performing Art Center in Melbourne. I had so many shows planned that all got canceled. So um, it's it's a blow, but uh, you know, then um, you know, we just uh, we gotta hang in there because for us, it's gonna be we're gonna be some of the last that gonna basically be back in business. It's gonna be a long time. I expect sometime, hopefully next year. We'll be back doing concerts again, but uh, for now, this is what it has to be. Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. Well, that has not stopped you guys from making new music and putting out new music. I'm also happy about that. So uh, your new CD, Caught in the Groove, is a nice one, and especially the title track, I'm telling you. It is the jam. That title track is the jam. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it, there was another. I did a music video. I don't know if you had the chance to see that one uh, for the title track. And the challenge there too was that I could, really couldn't go out and shoot. And I came up with the idea to have my audience send me footage of them listening and grooving along to the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I put that together in, in the cut that with my the footage that I shot here at my house. Um, and 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 put the video together that way. Yeah, so. that's a nice video too. I, I definitely want to talk to you about the video, um, but first I want to talk to you about the CD, and um, okay. then we're going video. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the CD and tell me, you know, when did you start working on this, and who's all working on it with you? Well, um, I did the CD last year. It was done for the most part in 2019. Um, and um, you know, I got this. Uh, I was fortunate enough that I have a studio at the house, so I can record here at home. Um, I got uh, um, 
you know, I've got a good group of musicians that are, that I work with and that have a good re- working relationship. Johnny Britt is one of them. He lives down the street, and we're always collaborating together. Uh, okay. uh, my regulars, Clydeen and uh, Jackson, on, who plays keyboard and sings, and Oliver Brown, who plays percussion. Um, um, I'm always falling back. These are kind of like my core musicians in my band. Um, but I had some really nice um, additions, uh, you know, having... Uh, was able to having great bass players on the record like uh, Reggie McBride, um, uh, a legendary bass player, and uh, I got uh, to to wrangle Daryl Jones away from the Rolling Stones for a song as well. Um, oh, wow. He's playing bass on the track, yeah. And uh, you know, then Daryl Williams, who is also very known foreman. Um, I have Mitch Foreman on the record uh, doing some great piano work. Uh, I love his playing. And then, of course, as I already mentioned, Johnny Britt is playing uh, horn set, doing the horn sections for me, and um, and singing and playing piano here and there. I got some live strings on it, and and that was done from through my buddy Duff, who's a, a string arranger and player. Um, and uh, yeah, that's how we put this thing together right here in my house. Mm, okay. Now I want to go remote. back to. All- to Oliver Brown for a minute. Um, he's the yeah. percussionist. And for for those that don't know what a percussionist does, would you explain that? Yeah, a percussionist is, is, is a rhythm instrument. It's basically um, those are the guys with all the toys. You know, he plays congas, he plays bongos, he might have to shaker. He does this little uh, maybe a, a triangle, uh, a, a, a a bell tree to give this little transition uh, ringing sound effects. Um, the, we call it ear candy, you know, mm-hmm. and and groove, uh, you know, with with the congas more like a groove instrument, and you know, along with a shaker, tambourine, those kind of things. And Oliver is a special guy. He used to be original member of Casey and the Sunshine Band. Uh, he played them with Leo Sawyer and with Mick Fleetwood and 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 many other artists and um he's been one of my core members in my band i love him because he's just not only a great person to get along with he's also this great showman and a lot of bands have the percussion it's kind of like on the back side next to the drummer i like to have him up front next to me just because he's so fun to watch on the live shows mm-hmm. so if you check my show out uh, this coming saturday that's uh, uh, seven o'clock it's Bucatini then um you'll you'll see him you know he's always doing a great show very entertaining now, how is that written into the music how is a percussionist um how is that written into the music do you like write in bells here or chimes here um um no a, a lot of times as a producer i kind of hire musicians with a certain sensibility and then let them make the decisions Give me a couple options, and then I might choose. So, um, you know, we talk about, um, you know, without getting too technical, about the emotional contour of the song. If it, or you really need to, like the chorus, you want to really pick it up a little bit. You might want to use the heavier instrument like a kunga, and then maybe in the verse, if you want to be a little bit more subtle, switch to the, uh, to the tambourine or a shaker, you know. And um, and a lot of times when when Oliver records here, he'll give me like a um, 
like a menu of things to choose from, and I, you know, will arrange it within the production, make sure it locks with the drum track, which is mostly the most important part because the kungas and the drums uh, got to really lock together and work together and complement each other. But when you're writing the chart, how is mm-hmm. the percussion written into that? I don't write charts for Oliver. He, oh, okay. he I, I play him. He, you know, um, there's. Uh, I write hardly even for the drummers. I I might write a few accents here and there, in chord charts, and maybe I might indicate a basic drum groove. Um, I write up maybe two bars, of a drum beat, and then then let them find, uh, use their feel for you know what what the track needs. Okay. And, and and that kind of stuff. And for percussion, uh, once he hears the groove, he knows what to do. You know, okay. what we'll lock. And 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 in the studio, a lot of times he's he's starting playing. I say, okay, try something. Or give me some something else if I don't like it, or if I have a different idea, try to beat turn that beat around this way. And we kind of come up with a with a with something that works that way. And then it's it's more like once once we have the basic pattern, all the little variations and and the transitions. It's about it's about feeling it. He knows when the song needs a change. Uh, you know, when a new section is coming up. Now he ne- we need to change that 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 feel a little bit. Uh, we need to get more intense or a little bit more or bring it down a little bit. And and then he will do all the little transitions and effects and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, in the studio, obviously, I can also, like, just take little elements and move them to certain uh, sections if I, if I feel the arrangement needs additional stuff here and there. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. So I mentioned that the title track, Caught in the Groove, is the jam. Yeah. And along with the video So I'm going to play that And then we'll talk about the video Um, I love this song My only thing, Nils, with this song Is it's just a little too short It could add another couple of minutes to it (laughs) It could have gone longer But we try to keep it within radio What they call radio length, right? Which is uh, under four minutes Oh, gosh Yeah, we need an album version But, you know, we're stretching live We stretch it live, don't worry yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Neil's new release, Caught in the Groove. This is the title track.
jam. That's the song for 2020 right there. Oh, that is so good. That is the title track, Caught in the Groove, from Neil's new release. Josh in, in Germany in the chat room says, not bad for a guy coming from a hot spot of folk music. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it came from. Uh, I got bitten with the funk book when I was a young kid. Oh, and, that uh, was so good. I gotta have the groove, you know. Yes, yes. So the video is just as good. So tell us about the video. Well, the way I did the video, I used a green screen in my backyard <laughs> and played in front of it. So if you see me in front outside in in the street alley, that was actually not an alley. That that is my backyard. Get and out. Used, yeah, and I did this all at home, and wow. all the. Other people in the video are people who sent me footage. I had uh, I, I went reached out to my fan base from my mailing list and from my Facebook page followers and YouTube followers to to please send me some footage of them, you know, jamming along to the song. And uh, you know, and I got plenty of submissions and used that to intercut with with me playing. And we got, you know, people jamming along, riding the bike, uh, being in the kitchen, being on in the car, uh, even the cat moving along to it. So <laughs> it made oh. for a very interesting and fun video. That is awesome. I never would have known that that was shot in your backyard. That backdrop is so realistic looking. That was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, the you know the tools that we have available these days are incredible. It's, it takes a little bit to learn about everything and master it, but you know the available. You know it was shot on iPhone. I used my iPhone to shoot the video and uh, and uh, basically did it all myself. <laughs> I mean, wow. I must say I do enjoy video. Um, it, it's it's kind of like a hobby of mine doing videos. You know. I got myself Final Cut Pro, and, and, you know, as I said, the tools are very affordable these days. And um, then it really comes down to your own creativity, and, and I enjoy the creative process in doing that. Yeah, well, you did a great job on that video because it's, it's really good. And I did post a link of it on my Facebook page under Terry oh, Scott. Thank you. Yeah. There. yeah. Um, Go check ugh. it out. Yeah, definitely go check that out. Now, are you planning on doing videos for the for any other songs on the CD? Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, I might actually start this week thinking about you know um, probably doing two or three more videos and probably laying the groundwork. It's, it's a process. It takes it takes a few weeks. I gotta be inspired, coming up with a concept, and obviously I'm a little bit hampered on what I can do right now during this quarantine. Um, but, um, you know, um, I have a few ideas of stuff I want to do. Uh, I definitely I want to do a, a video for the song Above the Clouds. Yeah. And um, and then we also, you know, I've got to also consider what might be down the line, what we might want to release as a second single, and I probably have to talk to the record label about that. Uh, it's a little early to determine it, but I want to basically be prepared and you know have a video in the works at least once they decide hey, we're going to go with this as the second single, and I want to definitely do a, a video for that song. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. Okay. Now, do you have a favorite song on the CD? Oh, God, it's like asking somebody what's your favorite kid, right? Um, 
these are all my children, so to speak. I love, um, let me see. Um, strat. I love Stratmosphere. I love um, Out of Sight. I love um, My Mornings with You. Uh, I'm, I just can read that <laughs> the whole list of songs. <laughs> Mind Games is a crazy track, you know. Um, uh, the Good Times Are Better had this great uh, piano guitar duel at the end with uh, with Mitch Foreman and myself. We could go and uh, have a little back and forth at the end. So there's yeah. certain aspects I like about all these songs, you know. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to play Mind Games next. Tell me about this one. Yeah, Mind Games. Um, I call it a crazy song because it's it's. I programmed the drums. And and the way the drums and the bass interlocked is not a traditional way. They don't really they complement each other and they work together, but they don't like traditional the bass and the drums. They work they do identical identical parts, but in this song it's it's a little different. So so the groove comes a little bit out of left hand and and um, but it really works and it's it's that's why I call it an unusual thing. And also on the CD. I, I experimented with sonic, what I call sonic landscapes. I created these uh, swells out of vocals and, and, and muted trumpet pads that I created. Um, rather than using like a synthesizer, standard synthesizer sound, I kind of traded, created my own sonic backdrops and, and you hear some of these effects in, the, in that song. And overall, you know, just you know, once you have a good groove and you put a nice melody on it, um, the the song originally started out with with just like a like a sketch where I was using some rhythm guitars to create a certain rhythm with playing the guitars and the echoes answering it uh, against this crazy drum groove, and um, you know, and then when I started fleshing it out, I wrote a second part like a nice chorus hook part against it and played a melody on top of it so there's a lot of uh, deep elements in the song so it's a fun one to a fun one to listen to it's going to be a, a a bitch excuse my language to do live uh, because it's a very unusual track but uh, it really works so um, um so i hope you guys enjoy it check it out all right this is mind games
That is Mind Games from Neil's new release, Caught in the Groove. And Neil's, if I was casting a vote for the next single to be released, that would be it. <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> nice track. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I want to ask you a question about playing your hands. I saw uh, Ken Navarro in concert once. And yeah. every time he play after his play, he would like rub his hands together and stretch out his fingers. And it got me wondering if he did physical therapy to keep his, you know, hands and fingers and stuff in good, good shape. I, I wonder, do you do the same thing? Do you do something for, to keep your hands, you know, um, from being sore or all of that? Uh, no, not unless I have a problem with it. I mean, uh, just by, by playing with it. Yeah. I mean, it's a physical thing. So, uh, it's almost like an athlete, you know, you want to warm up a little bit, but it's not, you know, it doesn't take that long. If, if you if you constantly play, uh, then you should, you know, it's not really a big problem. Um, I more like work on, when I do a show, I usually warm up, you know, like the last 20 minutes before I go on and just do maybe little finger exercises on the fretboard to warm my fingers up and to, you know, to, to make sure um, I'm not cold. Because sometimes when you're cold, you feel a little bit stiff, mm-hmm. and and that goes away after maybe 10, 20 minutes. So I'll, I'll do that beforehand, and, and then I'm really ready to do uh, whatever my fingers let me do. Okay. All right. So now in my intro, I mentioned that you are a producer. Um, I interviewed yep. one of your um, artists, um, Lisa Adio, in February. About oh, her yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you produced. So tell us a little bit about working with Lisa. Well, Lisa came to me because she heard my work on Alvin Pope's record, and uh, she really loved loved what I did for him and uh, she was looking for somebody to help her to cross over into more the contemporary uh, jazz market because up to then she's more being on like uh, the jazz Sinatra type jazz stations mm-hmm. and, and, and more in the traditional veins and she wanted to do something more contemporary so she sent me some ideas of songs that she had and you know and I worked with her to you know write these songs so they are fit the contemporary market. Uh, we basically wrote the whole record together. Um, and um, and then, uh, you know, um, I, pr- I produced the album for her. Uh, again, I did most of it at my studio. Dr- drums, I do, I usually go to a drummer's house. I do everything in the house except for drums because I don't have that many inputs. Um, I have very high-end gear, but only like two channels, so don't drums you need like 16 or more channels so I go mm-hmm. to places where they have the drums already hooked up and mm-hmm. Lisa did her piano in in, in, in Florida where she lives uh, she had access to a studio and I would send her the tracks and she would uh, overdub the piano and several takes and send it to me and you know I send, uh, you know I would comp it together for her and, and that's how we would develop these tracks and you know she was um very good to work with. She was uh, always open to new ideas, and and we played well off each other. I think she, um, you know we really enjoyed working with each other, and you know the result shows. She had a number one hit on Billboard, and uh, I'm very proud of her. And uh, you know, I hope she continues in that vein. 
Yeah, very nice collaboration. The CD is very nice. It's called Listen to This by Lisa Adio. So look that up. Check that one out. I also read that you are working with an emerging indie rock singer named Eileen Martin. Yeah, yes, tell us about I, uh, her. Yeah. Well, Eileen, uh, this is actually the project I'm probably most excited about. Uh, she's an unbelievable vocal talent. I mean, sh- this girl can sing and she writes songs like you wouldn't believe. I mean, to me, she would be the new, maybe Melissa Etheridge, Pat Benatar, uh, Stevie Nicks in that vein. And um, I love the songs that she's writing. I love her voice. I mean, she is just incredibly powerful singer, super strong. And, and uh, we wrote... Um, um, uh, we have about 19 songs that we're working on right now. We're going to uh, probably, you know, level it down to the best 12 for, for a record. Um, I'm about probably this this week we'll be organizing another drum session for her. Um, and it's fun for me because it's a it's, it's different style. You know, my, I, I grew up listening to rock and roll. So my original background is, is rock music, my first big... Uh, love of music were bands like Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, that kind of stuff when I was a young teenager. And then later I got into the funk and the R and B and then and then the jazz as a third thing. So it's kind of to me going back to my early roots it's very easy. And I'm having a lot of fun playing just playing old rock and roll and and and, and really rocking out on these tracks. And but it they're very um uh, listen to friendly the pop, you know, they're rock, they're, they're, she has great lyrics, she has, she, has, she has all what it needs. So I'm very, very excited about that project. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I look forward to, to hearing that as well. Um, yeah. And and I will certainly post uh, uh, links to that as we go along. I'm ready to have uh, some teasers come out to that. Uh, it, it's amazing. The, my record label heard uh, at one of my parties uh, a few tracks and they were blown away. You know, and uh, so um, I know she's going to be she's going to be a big number. It's Eileen Arton. Uh, I think she, if you can check out on EileenArton.com or you know find her on Facebook, Instagram. She's uh, she will be the next big. Uh, uh, I promise, she will be a big name. <laughs> and her name is spelled A Y L I N E Eileen Art A R T I N. So if you want to yes. if you want to look her up. You can find her that way. All right, let's listen to yeah. another track. I'm going to do Stratmosphere. Tell me about this one. Oh, Stratmosphere, yeah. That's another track where I just created a sonic soundscape with, with guitars. The name comes from because I used my Strat to create um, these sounds that go into the atmosphere. So Stratmosphere is the combination of these two words. And it's the one track where I got Daryl Jones from the Rolling Stones to do a, a bass for me. It's a little bit more, I wouldn't really call it a smooth jazz track. It has more like a a bluesy rock kind of influence to it. But it certainly has a groove. Um, There's also this this great um, um, uh, breakdown where it kind of breaks down. And and Johnny did some great, uh, he worked, he did the the roads on that. And and the way it interacts with the percussion, it just created these incredible little... um, parts of the song and I'm, uh, it's one of my favorite tracks I certainly got to mm-hmm. see 
All right, I am talking to guitarist Niels about his new release, Caught in the Groove. If you would like to call in with a question, the phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. This is Stratmost Fear.
honestly, I don't know how you're going to pick the next single. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one of these tracks you really got to either listen with headphones or going to do the stereo system. Man, There's a lot that of was sonic, interesting stuff in there. Yeah, that was nice. That was called Stratmosphere, and that's from Neil's new release, um, Caught in the Groove. That was really nice. All right, let's talk about your books. Tell us about those. Okay. Well, I have uh, a few different books out. I have, for one, I have the songbook series uh, with jam tracks, and those are basically leech. I have uh, a lead sheet version, which are lead sheets to my music or a uh, uh, tr- uh, tablature note-by-note transcription of, of every note I played on the songs. And they come with a, a play-along CD, which is basically the same as the CD uh, without my lead guitar. So people can pick it up, check out the song, play along, uh, have a lead. It's kind of like a real book for musicians that can use the songs and, and play it at parties or just for fun at home. Um, um, and I have basically I have jam tracks like, for almost all my music available on my website. That's at nilsmusic.com forward slash shop. Um, and the other book I have is an instructional book called How to Play, uh, How to Make a Guitar Talk. And it talks a little bit about my philosophy, how to uh, communicate with your instrument as a soloist. Um, I'm not a singer, so basically, but music is... Uh, the art form of communication and how do you communicate um, past just like you know playing riffs and stuff but how do you really touch somebody else mm-hmm. and and there's a lot of um, technical devices and a lot of basically my philosophy in there in that book um, and how I get to the to that point um, I'm uh, currently also working on a video series is uh, that's talking about how I use, incorporate logic uh, into my live shows, using it as a tool for production tracks, along with my band when we mm-hmm. play live to to give me additional sounds. And I uh, control this with foot switches, and so it's a very deep uh, kind of course how I do that. And um, um, you know, it's also probably interesting for performers and other artists who want to enhance their shows for live performance. Um, and all all the books and everything is available on my website. It's at nilsmusic.com, n-i-l-s-music.com, forward slash shop. Okay. And now do you teach? Do you, um, you know, have uh, students? Yes, I do. Um, I don't have that many students at the moment anymore. I do give online guitar lessons. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I had a couple of students that I kept, but obviously now that we're quarantined, I, you know, we kind of dropped the the small one on one, I do give uh, guitar lessons over Skype. Actually, a, a probably better way would be using something like Session Buyer because the audio quality is just better, and um, and we do remote guitar lessons like that. Um, I used to teach quite a bit. I'm it just evolved. I got so busy. I don't have that many students anymore, but I like to keep it open. And if somebody wants to get to take guitar lessons, they say that they can certainly contact me through my website, sign up for lessons, and I'll be happy to teach you know what I know because I always like I want to pass on my knowledge rather than you know I believe in being a funnel more than a container. So and with me explaining things um, also makes it clearer in my head. So I found when I have to explain a concept, um, I'm getting really crystal clear on what it is. 
mm-hmm. um, so it, it's not you know it quite selfishly helps me if I teach certain certain things about the guitar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And are you working on any? Um, are you uh, scoring any new film or television? Any any of that in the works? Um, not at the moment. I've been working with uh, composer Catherine Bostic. Um, she's a. Uh, we did the music for Dear White People together. We did the music for the Toni Morrison documentary, uh, all done here at my house. Um, and uh, but her also, I mean, the whole film production thing kind of came to grind, grinding halt in Los Angeles. Yeah. So there's yeah. very little at the moment. Um, but I'm confident that you know we're going to find ways to pick that back up. Um, and, you know, we just uh, got to see what we're doing in the meantime. I'm keeping myself busy. I mean, my studio is still open for production work. So if there's any artist out there that needs new songs or needs a song produced. I'm available for that, and uh, you know, with like before, like with Lisa, she's on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast. We did the whole record um, and very successfully uh, without having to be in the same studio at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, so these possibilities are there, and I'm kind of fortunately that I at least have my studio where I can get some work done. Yeah, yeah. So now, with you doing the, these virtual online um, um, concerts, how can fans support you with that? All right. Well, they, uh, first of all, you can watch them um, by following or liking my Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Nils Guitar, N-I-L-S Guitar, or one word. Um, and um, usually what I'm, I don't ask for a subscription fee or any kind of uh, 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 tickets for admission. I base it on a, a voluntary uh, contribution for the people who have the means and, and want to support it. I appreciate it. The, I, I announced it in the show. Uh, they can go to paypal.me, Nils Guitar, or Venmo Nils Guitar, or Cash App Nils Guitar. Uh, no, sorry, it's, it's Nils Music. See, i gotta gotta got to be on, on top of that. It's Nils Music, not, uh, I said Nils Guitar, but it's all Nils Music. Um and uh, I usually announce it at some time in the show, and I, I figure there's a lot of people out there who are hurting, and I don't want to, you know, I, I just like to provide music for them for free. They don't have to worry about it, don't have to feel bad about um, not being able to contribute. But there's other people who have the means, and if they can contribute a little bit, uh, that helps me keep the whole thing going because I did lose half of my business, you know. Um, yeah. So we're not doing great, but we're hanging in there. Um, next week, uh, this this coming weekend is going to be a big experiment. It's the first time that I'm organizing a live show with my band. So there, that's um, going to be streamed at spagatini.com, and I'm probably going to forward it to Neil's guitar on my Facebook page as well. And there, I am going to probably stress a little bit more that people help out because I do want to if it's just me it's one guy and that's fine but these are going to be five musicians and I do be would like to be able to to give these guys who are coming in you know and traveling to to a location and performing for over an hour to being able to give them a little money for for their effort and for you know for for basically also risking the exposure of leaving the house in going right. out and performing people, and it would be nice if we could uh, uh, get the money together for them, and that will be n- announced at the show. Okay. All right. 
Wow. I, I, my heart just goes out to you guys. And uh, again, I just want to say thank you. I mean, I, I guess I could speak for everybody that, you know, listens, that watches these online virtual concerts. And we really, really, really appreciate it. And we want to thank you guys for doing it because you didn't have, you know, you don't have to do this. You know, you you guys yeah. lost all your gigs and everything, and you could say, I'm not doing anything, but you guys have stepped up. All of you have mm-hmm. just stepped up and provided this music for us, and we really, really appreciate it. And, and it's a big learning curve. I had to buy all kinds of adapters and a lavalier mic and, and, and trying to get, you know, because everybody started off just putting an iPhone in the room and quickly realized, I mean, the sound quality and, and the production quality is very limited. So we're kind of constantly studying up how to do this stuff and get better at it and, and, and yeah. improving that. And and it takes some effort, and, you know, um, so the contributions are uh, certainly appreciated for that. And But, you know, we it's nice because I feel a little bit closer connected to my fan, fans for all this. So mm-hmm. everybody uh, liking my Facebook page, again, that's Nils Guitar. Um that you know we have i'm I'm feeling like we're creating a a tighter community and i can't wait to come back out and really do live shows like you know we did a year ago (laughs) yeah you and the fans both yeah we can't wait either definitely Uh, speaking of your fans talk talk a little bit about your fan club oh yeah my fan club is it's uh you can go to nilsguitar.com join the fan club uh they give you two free downloads um, and um, and you will be notified whenever when we're back out playing, whenever I play in the area. They usually get little perks, like they're the first one to hear the new record, the first ones to, and they get discount offers. They get a price break if they want to download the album, or you know. So one way of getting my albums for cheap is just join the fan club, and you get a break on that. Um, and they get uh, notified when I'm playing in the area because they're asking for the zip code for where somebody lives. So whenever I play, do a show in that area, it will be on. They get a special invite, email invite, and and special perks. And uh, so the the fan club is a good place to get stay in touch with me. And the first two weeks is is they get a bunch of you know um, customized emails about getting really a little bit learning about my background, how I, how I got to where I'm at. And yeah. I think a lot of people might find that it's interesting. Okay. Um, Ali in the chat room wants to know, do you have a favorite guitar player? Uh, I got several. Yes. Um, I, let me go backwards. My last big influence, the guy that blew my mind was Jeff Beck. Um, now he's been around for a long time, but uh, maybe ten years ago I saw him live, and I was like just five weeks away from him. And and what he did on the guitar, I thought was not possible. I mean, the way he got tones and just using his fingers instead of a pick, and the tones he got out of it, um, just by controlling the guitar was just unbelievable. And I it, it influenced my style so that today I'm playing probably ninety percent or eighty percent just with a pick and, uh, with the fingers instead of a pick, and mm. I picked up some of these techniques. I'm not the greatest fan of his music, but for his guitar playing is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as pure guitar players, um, I would say Robin Ford is one of my favorites, uh, and Steve Lukather from Toto. See, there's my old rock influences in there. You know. Um, I also was a big fan of Scott Henderson. Was more when I was a, 
at uh, LA, uh, uh, GIT, uh, you know, the Fusion era, uh, or Franken Valley. Uh, those players are really like they're playing. Of course, I love George Benson. Um, and I love uh, Larry Carlton, is probably my other most uh, uh, influential player to me. I just love the way he bends nose and, and the feeling he has in, in his tone. It's just incredible to me. So between those guys is where I get most of my influences from. Okay. All right. Thank you for that question, Ali. All right. I'm going to close the show with my mornings with you. Tell me about this one. Um, mornings with you. Um, yeah, it, it's a very, uh, it's a subtle song that starts very lightly. It's just a, a, a nice, uh, guitar riff I came up with on the guitar and then I put the melody on top of it and then halfway through really the band comes in and builds it up and I uh, my vision was to create these um, uh, vocal pads I had Johnny and Clydeen create pads with their voices and and again it's something you should you should hear over good system a stereo system because like the way they swell up left and right and move from left and right, it's it's very organic. Something you couldn't create with a synthesizer. And um, I just had fun producing this thing, you know. And it's a very emotional song. There's live strings on it, so it it's a it becomes a very big production from something that starts very small and and, and gentle. And uh, you know the feeling for the song, it, it's kind of like a peaceful kind of song that remind me like waking up in a beach house next to the one you love and having a morning coffee, enjoying right. the you know enjoying the breeze, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Yes. Uh, please follow and like my Facebook page that is Nils Guitar N I L S Guitar, all one word. Um, I also my YouTube page is Nails Guitar. Uh, you can follow my YouTube channel there. Um, then, if you want to join my fa- uh, my fan club, that's NailsGuitar.com. And uh, I do have another website called NailsMusic.com, uh, and that's um, um, has. If you want to check out my albums, you can listen like an old school music store. You can listen to all my records, all my music. Uh, you know before buying it and you know you can listen to pretty much the whole song uh on my website and and then decide if you want to download the album or or get autographed copies there so that's at nilsmusic.com and um i do have an instagram account that's nils music because nils guitar was taken so uh that's where my confusion comes on so but between nils music and nils guitar you're going to always find me out there okay and twitter um, I not often on Twitter, but it's also uh, what is Twitter? It's Nils Guitar. I do have a Twitter handle, Nils Guitar. Okay. But usually I just feed, you know, copy to Twitter. I'm not very active on Twitter to tell you the truth. There's okay. only so much social media I can do. <laughs> Otherwise, I would hire a whole department to take care of each uh, individual stem. You know. Yeah, yeah, a lot out there, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, thank you again, Niels, for the interview. I really appreciate it. I, I'm oh, it's always... my pleasure, and thank, thank you for spreading the world, uh, word about you know my music, about the new album. I really appreciate the exposure, and 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 for you for keep up, you know what you're doing. To you know, we artists need outlets uh, like yourself and, and shows that are of interest to our fans and help us connect with our fans. And thank you for that. 
And I, I want to wish everybody a, a happy Memorial Day today. And remember Ditto, all the people you. who have given their freedom for us. Yes, yes, same to you, same to you. All right, that's guitarist Nils. His new release is called Caught in the Groove. It is available now. Definitely pick this one up. I'm going to close the show with my mornings with you. Joshin in Germany, Ali J, thank you for hanging out once again in the chat room. I love you guys. There was, <laughs> there was a German you know. reading back to us. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen, and I look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Niels, have a great day. This is my morning. Goodbye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.